Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Binge all episodes of The Last City ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The thing that I've noticed is the people who have a van are just so chill. Like mad chill. It's just like, this is my van and this is, you know, I live my life and I'm just happy. And I'm like, dang, I want that. <laughs> it's so simple. <laughs> just okay, live so in a van and be happy. All right, friends, rev up your engines. We're talking van life today. But before we get into it, let's introduce my most favorite co-host, the only co-host I have and the only co-host I'd want to have. Yes, Miss Claire Kramer. Hi, Claire. How you doing today? Hi, David Magadoff. Thank you for that lovely. I'm glad I'm your favorite and only co-host that you want to have. You're always good for my self-esteem. <laughs> Listen, I'm an only child. I didn't have any brothers and sisters, but I liked it that way. And I'm glad you're my only co-host. So only is a beautiful thing. Okay. I love it. Party of one. Party of two. <laughs> Party of two. <laughs> and I am David Magadoff, and we are here to talk about a wonderful fanatic topic today with a wonderful fanatic guest. This is Jekka Jane. You know Jekka from a whole lot of things, but let, let me tell you. Let me fill in the blanks just in case. A choreographer, dancer, educator. Began dancing at the age of five, trained in all the wonderful types of dance. And he danced with Ariana Grande and NSYNC at Coachella. I have a lot to say about that personally. We'll get to that. Uh, he's been on Netflix's Prom, Transparent, Euphoria, and came out as transgender in an op-ed with The Advocate. He's a part of the Pride House LA, created to be an LGBTQ plus safe and inclusive space on the platform. They currently have over five and a half million likes almost 400,000 followers. He's about to go on tour with Todrick Hall. Need I say more? We're thankful that Jekka Jane came on today. Important guy, fun guy, great guy. And I personally, Claire, went gaga for that Ariana Grande in sync Coachella, Coachella performance a few years ago. I really did. My wife loves NSYNC, and I remember just deep diving on a lot of videos almost like for her because as an Enneagram 2, whatever she loves, I love. And right. so it was just very fun. I like I like nostalgic mashups. I like that Ariana Grande was like, let's have NSYNC come up. And all the boys came up and they still did their dances. Amazingly, Joey Fatone didn't break a, a femur or anything. And it was just really charming. And I love that Jekka was a part of that. Makes my heart happy. That is a very fun moment. Coachella, it seems like, I have not been actually, but it seems like it is a very fun festival. So, you know. 
It is. I maybe, went once. Maybe eventually I'll go. I, I went know. once for one day. Claire, you and I need to go down as like a, at this age now for for us. I, we need to like VIP this thing. It's hot down oh, yeah. there. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be like, you know, doing what I did in my 20s or teens at Coachella. No. I want the VIP like tented, you know, hydration experience. We need to do drugs. <laughs> we need to do low key drugs in a very climate controlled place watching, you know, T-Pain come out doing his like nostalgic tour, tour like on the side. That's what we need. That's what we need to do. Not stand out there with the sun beating on us. I still remember the one day I did go like it was like the most exhaustive day and then at night you get the second win because Fatboy Slim did a DJ set and I'm like, all right. And I just Ugh. danced for like an hour and a half when I thought I had no energy left. But it is, it's very special. It would be some place that we could take a van to have a van life Ooh. at Coachella, right? Would that make sense, David? If Jekka and you and me and Molly hopped in a van, because what are we talking about today? Van life. Well, and you mentioned Molly. So we've had on, as you've heard in one of our previous episodes, Miss Molly Gray, who's also a part of Pride House and is married to Jekka. So we got a husband and wife duo happening. Not our first. We've had a husband and wife. We've had yes. Alano Miller and DeWanda Wise. And that's awesome. But this is our now second husband and wife combo podcast combo of fun. And yeah, I love circling back. Van life at Coachella. While he's dancing. That's what he's got to do. The next time he's going to dance at Coachella, he brings his van out, yes. parks, Jekka. walks right onto stage, <laughs> These are your orders. dances, walks back into the van, and off into the sunset. Yes. That's, that's a happy moment. Speaking of happy, enjoy the podcast. All right, Jekka, do you dream of the letters VW? <laughs> dream of the letters VW all day. <laughs> Twinkie van. <laughs> Every time I see one, I'm like, oh, I need me one of those. So pretty. Yeah. So, Jekka, today on Fanatics, we're talking about van renovations. This is like, as you mentioned, something that is a great hashtag on TikTok and Reels and, and whatnot. So for someone who doesn't actually know what a van renovation is or, you know, glamper van or any van life, all that stuff, can you give a little description for us so people can know what we're diving into? Van life is probably the best thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> it, uh, uh, basically, you gut a, a van, a car. I've seen it in trucks. I've seen it on buses. I've seen it on sprinter vans, all that stuff. You gut the whole inside of it and basically turned it into a living space. I've seen showers as far as pull-up beds, pull-down beds, electric beds that go up and down, whatever you want, all kinds of crazy stuff. So, And it's like all custom, so I feel like that's what's fun about it. But it doesn't have to be a VW. I mean, David threw out VW. That's like the pinnacle, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. I feel like when you think van life, you think the Twinkie van. But I mean, I've seen it in like th those big um, Ram Pro Masters. I feel like that's like the most common one that I've seen that people renovate. It's like the big Dodge white thing or, or, or the big Sprinter van. It looks like a bus. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Now, when you say Twinkie van, just to make sure <laughs> I'm understanding, do you mean because the VW bus is kind of shaped like a Twinkie? Yeah, yeah. I've never thought of that, <laughs> and you're totally right. Is this something that is well known on socials that I'm not aware of? I've always called it a Twinkie van, so I don't know if I, I, I don't <laughs> even know where I heard that. It was just always. It's your family. It. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so, when you're saying you watch these videos just to get a feel, is this 
every day, every afternoon, once a week. I mean, every time I'm on my TikTok, for some reason, one one of the I'm scrolling and boom, pops up. So every day. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Sometimes I'll watch, I'll pull, I'll pull up some YouTube videos when I'm like working out. I'll just like have them in the background. I'm just li- listening to the information because I'm like, one day I'm going to build me one of those. So is the watching more like a tutorial for you? Are you also like cataloging, taking notes, like making mental and physical notes of what you would like to do eventually with your van life? Oh yeah, totally. I'll watch them and just dream like one day I'm going to build me, <laughs> I'm going to build a van. But it's cool to like see how everyone lays out the, because there's so, so, such a small space mm-hmm. in, you know, inside if you think about like how big a, a van is or whatever. So it's always interesting to see how people lay out where they're putting different things or how they can hide certain like things so that you can have more space so you can have a bigger bed or a bigger counter or a bigger whatever and then yeah pretty cool it's crazy i'm friends with a family and they have two kids that are my kids age and which is let's see eight and ten or seven and nine and they got one of the sprinter vans yeah and they're seriously like going everywhere living in their van they're in like crazy cold weather with a generator they're like no problem like every place they go so it's totally possible it's not what people think of like oh you need to go to a campsite and it's warm no you could be in like really like sub-zero temperatures and be okay with all this yeah i've seen people who put um before they lay down the wood they put like those heated flooring thingies yes. and then everything's like solar powered. So you're not even using any electricity. I'm like, this is amazing. I need, yeah. I know. What, I don't even understand the electricity. <laughs> does it appeal to you more the idea of like being self-sufficient and off the grid or is the construction of the van more of the appeal or both? Oh, totally both. I like obviously leaving no carbon footprint, all that stuff. Like I love all that stuff, but also I like, I, I mean, I feel like I just like building stuff. When I grew up dancing, like my parents would always be the prop people. And I'm like, I always wanted to help build build the prop stuff. And I feel like that's where I started learning like, oh, we can like make stuff out of wood. (laughs) What do you think your origin story then is? I mean, you said your parents right there, but the origin story of, do you just, do you remember the first time you saw a van renovation either in real life or on a video and you were like, oh, fuck. Or what what do you think that moment was or when? (laughs) Oh, my family used to go camping a lot. Like growing up, we would go every year, like my whole family. And I think probably like seeing how people had like those like RVs, like those big old house RVs things. And then slowly I started seeing more like vans with like the solar things on top. And that's when I was like, what is that? I was driving home from LAX one time and I saw this van that was completely like, I think it was a, um, I don't know what kind of van it was, but it was like decked out, like painted completely all the way around. It was probably like six years ago. And uh, I was like, what is that? And I saw on the side of it, it said escape vans. So I Googled it and there was a there's a little lot right there, right next to LAX called escape vans. And you could rent them for long periods of time. So I was like, I'm just going to see like how much it costs and all that stuff. So I finally pulled the trigger and I rented one. And me and Molly took a trip to Lake Havasu in like this kind of small, not so great renovated van, but it was fun. And that was the first time I've ever experienced like living in a van for like a week. It was so fun. That is awesome. And Lake Havasu is the perfect distance from LA. It's like, you know, six, totally. seven hours. Yeah. So you're you're definitely gone, yeah. but you're not like committed to driving across the country, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was, the weather's nice and the lake's right there and you can get rent a boat and all that stuff. It's fun. What was the most surprising thing about that first experience of living in the van? Ooh. 
probably that it was like possible. Like I was right. like, oh, I could see myself doing it. Like I could do this for forever. <laughs> this is fun. And I like the port, like you could go anywhere. You could literally park where, I mean, you can't park wherever, but you can like go wherever you want. And it's possible to not like have things, you know what I mean? You can just, whatever it is that you need with you. And then that's it. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. How many van life accounts do you think you follow? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think total on TikTok, probably like 20. <laughs> That's a lot. I definitely follow some on Instagram, too, for sure. I got to stay up. On TikTok, there's this couple that I follow. I can't think of their names right now, but they showed their whole build from beginning, from top to bottom. And I feel like I've been following them since the beginning. They started with just one van. Now they have two and then they started traveling. But I feel like I learned a lot from them. They talk about this app called Koa. And that's where you can, they learn like where you could park different vans and where you can like do the dump stations and fill up your water and like all that crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, it's a lot to even think that there are 20 <laughs> truly worthwhile ones. You know, I yeah. feel like there would be like, you know, maybe nine to 10 where you're like, these guys do this for a living and they're great at right. it. Well, they're all different. Some of them are like a couple that they go and travel. And then there's some, I follow a couple families where they literally just got rid of all of their things, built a van, and then now they just live wherever they want kind of thing. Or people who just, there's this guy named Jared. He just builds, he builds them and then sells them, builds them and sells them. So it's like, I feel like all the accounts are for different reasons. In a perfect world, all the money in the world, time, endless. Would you and Molly own one or more than one van? And if more than one, how many? And can I borrow one in this hypothetical world? <laughs> yeah, and then Absolutely. can Claire and I borrow one? Claire does have four children, and she would like a van for each child as they grow perfect. up for investment purposes. I feel like we would have, like, one Big one, like a bus, like one of those yellow buses that we convert. Like, I don't even know how many feet there are, like 100 feet or whatever they're big. Or, and then we would also have like a small one that we can just kind of like take on like a weekend trip type thing. So like a, a little two sleeper person and then one that you could host like a full Thanksgiving dinner in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So talk to me from the Twinkie van, which David, I had not heard that term either. 
I love it. Right? Now I'm always going to call it that to, you know, the the Ram style or the Sprinter. The evolution of the bed has changed because the bed on the Twinkie van was up top and it was like the pop up bed. Right. And now the bed yeah, is like yeah. a lay down bed in the van. How is that presented differently with all the accounts that you follow? And like, is that the biggest decision when you're renovating is where the bed goes? It seems like it's either the bed, like you you manage the bed and the kitchen. And then there's also like, if you want to do like a, sh- a shower and a, and a toilet, like, so it's like put, putting all these like pieces together and how big you want each one. But yeah, definitely the bed I've seen is always the, the coolest part of it. Cause I've seen, um, what are they called? Murphy beds where yeah. you pull them down or like a kind of like that. Or I've seen the ones where they're literally on like a, a lift. So it's like, electric and it goes up and then it pushes up into the ceiling. I've seen ones where it's like you really just basically like it folds up and then it turns into like a dining room table and then you pop it down and then you put all the cushions. Those ones I don't think are as comfortable because it's like they're different pillows. Yeah. And then you're like laying and then you got to get stuck in like one of those cracks. That's like the boat bed where the <laughs> table like- collapses and you put the cushions on. Yeah. So like I, I yeah, think I want like. you end up in the center. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is not comfortable. Sideways. Yeah. <laughs> But the Murphy beds, those seem like those would be my favorites, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I would think so, too. Well, that's, I mean, I would want one of the ones that lift up because then it's just completely out of the way. Where does it go? The ceiling? Yeah, I think it just squishes up into the top. Yeah, I like that idea. But if you think like if you're, if it's a table underneath, you can just, you're not really like standing there. You're just kind of like, you're more so like sitting underneath it. This is my real question here because we're talking about this and I think, Claire, you make a great point. There's a zillion types of ways you can you know, do anything in a van. I think that's the fun part is you you have this small contained space, this little canvas, and you have to figure out stuff, problem solving. And so Sarah, my wife, watches Tiny House Nation. And every episode is always like one thing in the house is like some really interesting, quirky, like, well, we didn't know how to do that. And the buyer wanted, you know, a grand piano here. So we figured out (laughs) a way to like have a grand piano fall in with the press of a button. And you're like, that's crazy. So my question for you, Jekka, is do you love seeing how they figure out neat scientific problem solving moments in a van each time? Or is you were like, no, not really. I just like that. It looks pretty. Or I like that. It's how it, how beautiful it looks. Are you into the like nitty science of it or not so much? I think both. I feel like when I watch like solar power to me, it just like doesn't make sense. I'm like, I don't understand how it creates or makes it into, you know, that you could use it. So I feel like watching like the electric parts of mm-hmm. the van build, I feel like are the most interesting. Cause I'm like, I don't know how to uh-huh. do electric stuff. And they're like cutting wires and you have to make sure that everything like your lights and all that stuff. Yeah. Definitely the innovation of how to put everything that you need into it. Cause people are like, Oh, I have a garage in like the back and like what well, garage. And they just basically like, ha- I don't know. It's definitely the layout is pretty interesting. Yeah. Van life. This is for both of you. Is your goal personally for you guys, mm-hmm. if I gave you a van, is your goal to minimize your life because you're in a van and you're lo- you want this pretty clean van or is your goal? No, I can't wait to have a van and I want it to be so imaginative and creative where I can get a lot of my important stuff in there, but it's all tucked away in a neat way. See, this is the question. This is my van question for people, especially for you too. Hmm. I think for me, I feel like it would definitely be like minimizing, like being able to like not have all these things and just what is it, what is it that I actually need to like survive or live or 
continue. Yeah. But then also like make it look pretty and have places to put all my stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I think that for me, I would enjoy the van life more in warmer climates. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not probably somebody who would like take the van and live out of it. Like while I was skiing or something like my friends do and they, they don't mind the cold weather. But for me, I think, especially with the kids, I would need to spill outside of the van for like eating and, you know, hanging out and my kids have a lot of energy and stuff. So my goal would be to create like a space where everybody could be comfortable while we're moving and sleeping and then have everything convertible to like an outdoor area. That would be my, mm. but I also got the idea while we were mentioning the beds of like, Hey, the kids are small. They can go at hammocks. You know what I, like I could string Whoa. four hammocks across yeah, I've actually seen that on some van builds. Yeah, People just they don't have no they don't have no beds. They just hang up a hammock and they're just laying in the in the center. I think I'm into the hammock idea. Or even on the on the outside, I've seen people do hammocks from like the outside of the bed of the of the the trunk. Yeah, and then they just tie it to a tree. To a tree, and then they're just outside. Yeah, and I'm like that's cool. Like, and then you're not even taking up any space inside. As long as there's no bears, I'm good with that. <laughs> I got to make a yeah. uh, Bears would really crimp, crimp that, that, crimp that yeah, party. That, that huh? wouldn't be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so really, it is about the creativity. The more we're all talking about it, it I, I get it, Jack. It's this idea of you have this canvas, and you get to play. Give a van to each of those 20 accounts you follow, and they're probably all going to do something different with that. And how cool yeah. is that, right? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, dude. I mean, yeah, and then it's like, what, like, what is it? The things that are necessary, like what, like some people have toilets and some people don't have toilets. Some people have a shower and some people don't have a shower. Some people want the big counter space and some people are like, I don't, I don't even need a kitchen. I just have like the little propane grill on the side. Some people want to like built in and, or I've seen the ones where it's like, you put the, the, the sink closest to the door so that it can kind of be also like a shower. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. The shower's like on the outside instead of it being on the inside. So it's like. Literally like putting pieces together and then feeling like, okay, this is how I, I would want it to work. So when the vans, you educate me here for a minute from from your you know following of these accounts, does all the weight of the gear and the beds and the stuff slow the van down from when it drives? Yeah, that's what I've heard is like on all of the YouTubes in my, <laughs> uh, that I've watched. It's don't like, be embarrassed. You have to use a specific, you have to use like a specific kind of wood because if you don't, then it makes the bit the like you're putting stuff you know you can't use anything too heavy of this thing yeah yeah so you have to use like a specific kind of tile or a specific kind of like you know the grout that goes in between you have to use a specific kind of that because it needs to be able to be almost like bent like bendable or soft so that it, it doesn't crack and like the countertop can't be like you know a certain thing because if you drive and it breaks or stuff like that or even the idea of like keeping the cabinets open so that's less wood Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, too. So far, I've got yeah. on my list hammocks, open cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I guess it would slow. Yeah, it's definitely slow your car down. Honestly. Yeah. So what is the most interesting thing from TikTok and YouTube that you have learned about van life? Is it like the change of the mindset? Is it the, you know, the actual like physical building? What is the most interesting like takeaway as a consumer that you see? I feel like. Generally, the thing that I've noticed is the people who have a van are just so chill, like mad chill. They're just like, this is my van and this is, you know, 
I live my life and I'm just happy. And I'm like, dang, I want that. <laughs> it's so simple. <laughs> just okay, live so, in a van and be happy. <laughs> so give practice your pitch to Molly. Tell me, what is the van life pitch? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm oh going to pretend God. to be Molly. I have blonde hair. so <laughs> Yeah, you, she's got blonde hair. This is this easy, easy pitch. <laughs> okay, I'd be like, babe, listen, here's the deal. We're going to live in a van and we're going to be happy. <laughs> I'm going to build it myself. You don't have to do anything. She would like that. Is there going to be um, wine there? <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, you can sit right here and watch me build stuff with my muscles. That's a good one. Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. have muscles, but that'd be good. Um, while drinking wine. Okay, good. I like it. Um, I like it so far. <laughs> with, the, with the dogs, you can just sit and then I'll make sure that there's a big comfy bed and no bears. I'm in. When we get to where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good practice. <laughs> I'll work on it. Okay. I'm still Molly. Tell me about the inside of the van. What's, <laughs> what have you built to make sure yeah, I can This is your still... van. This is your perfect van, Jekka. Oh, shoot. Okay. For Molly, let me think. And yeah, was, yeah Every, and for Molly. <laughs> <laughs> there will be um, heated floors. Nice. A heated shower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good. A, pr a, private, a private toilet. <laughs> there will be... Lots of food and uh, you can stand in it. Cause that was something that we uh, had trouble with with the first man is that we couldn't stand like, oh. upright. We were kind of like, you know, oh. so that was a big um, thing for us that we couldn't stand inside of the van. You need a sprinter. Yeah, we need a sprinter. Oh, there'll be air conditioning. She hates being hot. So there will definitely be AC during the hot days and heaters during the cold days. I like that. For sure. Yeah, temperature is very, yeah. temperature control is very important. <laughs> Yeah, that was another thing too with the with the van we rented that there was we had to keep the car running to run the AC. Oh, because it didn't have the AC the camper hookup or whatever it was called. Right, right on the outside. Jekka, what's the color of the van? <gasps> it's the most important. Definitely. Part. Oh, you know how I would sell it to her? I would tell her, you know what? We're just gonna buy a G wagon and then we're gonna turn that <laughs> into a camper van. <laughs> she would totally go for that because that's like her dream car. I love it. I love it. I could just say the word G-Wagon. She'd be like, I'm in. <laughs> so in this hypothetical world that we've created, <laughs> now that you've, you know, you're doing it yourself, you're doing the van stuff. Do you think if you started actually doing a re renovation that you would create like your own van life TikTok for people to follow? Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Because it's like, that's what I thought was so fun about following all these TikTok. Like, the first one that I started following is because I got to watch them build it literally from scratch like like even from buying the van they were like searching on i think it was amazon marketplace finding the perfect one going to go get it the deal like all that stuff and then like finding all the wood and finding all the tiles that's why i learned about the grout like i had to find like the, the bendable grout or bendable or and the certain type of wood and whatnot certain wood and then them getting into arguments about how they're gonna like lay it out you know like do we want the front of the van to be open because it's you know, you have to also, there's the security part of having all of your shit in one place and you don't want to just leave it parked somewhere. So like the, you know, the security of that, or, yeah, definitely would do it separate TikTok, follow my journey of building this van account. I feel like someone needs to give you a van so that we can, cause I'm, uh, I'm already yeah, following that account, that by there? the way. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Let's uh, manifest yeah, that for we'll me. Yeah, we'll put that out there. Yeah, let's put that out there. <laughs> yes, thanks. This is my last question about the hypothetical world. <laughs> then we'll go back to reality. But in this hypothetical world, would you guys keep a house or would you just live in the van? I feel like we would still keep like some sort of house. I, I agree. 
Yeah, yeah. As much as it would be really cool to live off the grid permanently, I, I definitely think we would need somewhere to spread out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Like the best of both worlds, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like it would be a good, it would be a better balance. Like we wouldn't need, I feel like as much because we would understand that you don't need as much. You yeah, know? but occasionally you just want to take a bath. Totally, yeah. I just want to lay down and spread out like this and not have to tuck every time I come in and out of my... Uh, do they name their vans, these people you follow? And what would your van name be? I feel like there's some van names out there, right? Totally. I saw somebody, they named their van Vin Diesel or something like that. And then, <laughs> I like it's just Vin Diesel. Like, no pun, just Vin Diesel. Yeah, just Vin Diesel. I've seen... <laughs> Oh gosh, I can't think of any funny. If I were to name a van, okay, if it's C. Yeah, it Molly's not here. It's your van. Okay, yeah, it's my van. Let's see. If it was yeah. my van, I would probably name see if it was a sprinter. Uh, we still didn't get the color. Oh, I'd probably do white. I like oh, white. Nice. It's also I think white is less like suspicious looking. People aren't gonna like, you know, wanna break yeah. into your van. It looks more industrial a little bit from the outside. Cause also I know that you could park like overnight at some Walmarts mm -hmm. or cool. like 24 hour parking. So I feel like if you park there, it looks not like here's all my stuff and I'm inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> me and all my stuff right here. <laughs> me and all my stuff. Come get me. <laughs> so, okay. So your white van, I don't know what I would name it. I, yeah, I'm thinking, I feel like I would have to, it would have to be in the moment when I'm, when we're building it, then I feel like the name would come to me. Okay. Uh, is it a, is it a, a, a boy, a girl? They, like, do we assign a gender role to this van or is this? Something? I mean, my first car that I had, I had a, a Toyota Corolla and I named him Zippy. Okay. Because he was Zippy. And then when I got, I, I upgraded my car and I got a Toyota Tacoma truck, which is bigger. So I named him naturally Zippy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> So I kind of feel like I might go along with that theme. And if I get a white sprinter van, like a bigger one, I'd probably name them Zippy Senior. Zippy Senior. I love it. Yeah. That's great. And just keep going with that, with that name. My my first car in LA was a Toyota 4Runner and it was the Road Sister. That, the Road Sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. I feel like I'll just keep the Zippy, the Zippy name alive. I love it. So I always like asking why. We know where it started, but why do you love van renovations? And maybe even I'm asking this in a way of like me, you have never thought about it this way. Knowing yourself and who you are and your heart and your personality, if like you were sitting with a therapist, what, what, what would you say to them or they would say to you? Like, yeah, this is probably the attraction to van renovations for you. Um, let's see. I The thing that comes to mind off the top is... I think just that that feeling of being like almost like just alone kind of like you're just you and they're like outdoors and you're like you know like with your thoughts and in your feels a lot of the vans that we or that I watch it's like I love the parts where they just open the door and then they're like watching a beautiful sunset or like you know I like the idea of being like it like almost like quiet and you're just like with nature I was that kid that like loved climbing trees or like, I don't know, I just like being outside, I think. So I think it's like being inside and outside at the same time. <laughs> well, and it's also like what I'm kind of hearing and what I've gotten from you from this discussion is it's twofold. It's the complications of building 
and problem solving and creating. Totally. And then it's the simplification of getting out and being self-sufficient and just in nature. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's a win-win, you know? You right. get both like with the, the build mainline. and then you get the reward. Yeah, yeah. You get the reward of like taking it. Yeah. Exactly. And, and doing that thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Also like maybe an escapism. Like do you find life chaotic and that there's too much sometimes going on? And so this van oh, life yeah. is a is a kind of a model of simplicity. Definitely. And but it's also like how you were saying, like it's like the complexity of the building the van and right. problem solving and like figuring out how to do that and then living simple after. I love it. I've always wanted to order one of those like build your own cabin kits from like, <sighs> you know, from wherever, buildyourcabin.com right. and build a cabin and then just sit in it for the rest of my life because it's the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like complication, complication, <laughs> hard work, and then just chill. <laughs> oh, the image of Claire just sitting and meditating just in, the in my of cabin by myself. Cabin. <laughs> I'm going to make a sliding yeah, yeah. door so I can be one with nature too. <laughs> yeah. Meditation is important. I'd be like, Claire, we have a podcast to do tomorrow. Don't bother me, David. <laughs> She's like, um. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out there. Uh, Jacob, this has been a total pleasure. I want to hop in a van with you, as does Claire. Unfortunately, this is the end. So would you mind giving us a love letter to your love of van renovations and hashtag van life? Sure. Let's see. Dear, <laughs> dear van life, thank you for providing me with so much information and the love of being outdoors and with one with nature. And thank you for accompanying me while I am bored and need something to watch on YouTube. And all of the people that I follow, thank you for giving me all the love and pleasures of learning more about van life. Hashtag van life. Love, Jack. Love it. Oh my God. So the fun. Doors closed, the ignition's <laughs> on. Off you go, buddy. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's go. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So I remember watching before van life was like a popular hashtag and van life and the sprinter vans and the Ram vans. And the I didn't even know Twinkie vans were the word for the VW <laughs> vans, but I, I can't decide if I like it or I don't like it. I don't it, know. I guess it's sticking. If Jekka says it's the Twinkie van, it must be the Twinkie He's not van. wrong. He's not wrong. I don't know if he's right or if it matters <laughs> necessarily. Just makes me hungry. But I remember watching this documentary about a family that had the patriarch of the family was a doctor and he had sort of rejected like the system or whatever. And so he and his wife 
lived in a van with their nine children. Eight of them were boys, one girl. I think I'm remembering the amount of kids correctly. And they were like the original van fam mm. in the 70s. This was like, I think the they started you know, doing this in like the early to mid seventies and they had a 24 foot camper van that they just lived in. So if anybody wants to check out this documentary, I'm going to try to find the title of it here while we're talking, but it was like the OG van family. I don't know. I wonder if it's an inspiration for people who are renovating their vans now. I'm sure there are families, like you just said, Claire, I'm sure there are families decades ago who are going, we've been doing this for forever, all these kids with their van renovations. Like, come on. Like, I was doing this in Oregon in 1965, but we called it something else back then. We called it work. The evolution of the van life, and especially now in this very hustle, busy, we're constantly distracted, constantly being pulled in so many directions type of mindset. So the idea of meditation of a van life, of simplicity, of minimalism. It's so appealing because it is this sort of escapist thing because we're like, well, I'm always here, there, everywhere. I'm in a van. You can't get me. Or I can drive wherever I want. Mm -hmm. I can go sit on the side of the Grand Canyon and look out. And I love that Jekka really connects with that because who who wouldn't? You know, and it's inspiring. It's, it's a reminder. Can we have our own van life moments without the van so to speak you know on a daily basis right what do you need what do you need to to have those van moments you don't need a van you just need something to drive somewhere <laughs> just get in your car sunset once a week and just go find a hill nearby i'm not saying this like a like an idiot like really like we all unless you're in nebraska listening to this probably have a hill nearby <laughs> and drive and look out at the sunset and take a moment you know have a moment and i really think that is a, a life you know positive just a healing moment for humans and i think that jekka nailed it it's, it's it's a really cool thing and it's problem solving and you feel like you did something with your hands you know, you're you're getting back in touch with your roots and family and it's family oriented. It's a really big thing. I get it. You can go to five, five or six podcasts about this, honestly. <laughs> so, David, would you you mentioned tiny houses, which I'm more of a fan of the van life than the tiny house. Me too. Because the tiny house is like a van, but no mobility. Yeah. <laughs> like you're forever in one place and it's tiny. You know, the van, there's a reason that it's small because you are mobile. So what what do you think? Would you ever want to like try living off the grid? I love less about living off the grid and more I can sustain myself, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think there's something really beautiful, like you said, about I can put keys in and go and it's all mm -hmm. with me. I don't have to worry about locking up and leaving. It's all here I would make it very minimal. I would probably paint it blue, some sort of blue. It would just be a very cute and happy little place. I would make it as minimal as possible, but as comfortable as possible. But yeah, I'm with you, girl. I don't think the tiny house is my thing. No, the tiny house is not my thing. But here's the other aspect. Like, you know, you're an actor. I'm an actor. We're used to like physically being looked at, you know, whether it's on this podcast, looking at each other on camera for Dexter, New Blood, whatever it is. There's something like I always said my other calling would have been to be like an L.L. Bean like chick, you know, <laughs> something about like never putting on makeup, not ever really like having to physically worry about the outer shell of your human, you know, for 
looking a certain way that's appealing to me. So like when I did the documentary and we drove across the country, I wasn't washing my hair. I wasn't, you know, bathing on a normal. I remember I actually had to fly out to do a convention appearance in the middle of the thing. And the hairstylist, when I got there, like spent like an hour and a half because I had a big dreadlock ah. in the back of my head. From, I was like, I didn't bring a hairbrush on the trip. So I, I don't know. That's something I think that I kind of would appeal to me about this lifestyle or at least like part of the appeal. I don't know. What do you Natural. think? Natural. Yeah, I love it. No, yeah. I, that's the feeling of I don't have to get up every day and put put myself on. I can just wake up and be me mm -hmm. and embrace being me. I, my wife, she doesn't like hearing this, but I, I really, it's not that I don't love her with makeup. It's that I do love her, just her natural skin. I just think there's something beautiful about women in general with just their natural skin, mm -hmm. you know, and, and men. And I think, I, yeah, maybe the van is that, is the natural skin part of our life, you know, just embracing the simplicity. So, yeah, this is nice. This is nice to, to think about. Well, I hope that Jekka and Molly invite us. Yeah. <laughs> when they get a van and we can maybe like all do some van van life camping, make our own van fam. We'll bring the wine. We'll bring the wine. Molly, I got the wine. I got it covered. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. As always, this was a total delight for us. Hopefully it was for you. And if it was, go to wherever you're listening to this podcast, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, I don't know, and hit five stars, send it to a friend, text it to a buddy, maybe even someone who you know has a lot of clutter in their life. Give it to them today for a little simplistic van life. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next Thursday, okay? Bye-bye. All right, before we let you guys go, hey, let's talk about next week for a second. We've got from Teen Beach Movie, Bunhead, So You Think You Can Dance, and Pride House LA, Mr. Kent Boyd. And boy, is he fun. So fun that his thing that he loves is epic dance moments from music videos. Oh, yeah. We're talking thriller. Robin, see you next Thursday. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Zippy was so much fun. Zippy Jr. was even more fun. Zippy Sr. is going to be the most fun. Hashtag van life. Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.